1: Only at BJ's.
0: You're about to receive a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church, one church in global locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, visit our website at www.harvestchurch.church and remember to love God, love people, and love life.
2: We're not taking sides, we're taking over. Sides were taken over, huh. together. Because I'm unconditionally loved by God and that harvest, I come to God as I am. But through today's life giving message, I won't stay as I am. This is my banner year, which is my best year yet. In Jesus' name, remain standing. Go to 1 Samuel chapter 1, 1 Samuel chapter 1. 1 Samuel chapter 1 and verse number 10. 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse number 10. We're in our series Superheroes. I teach in series at Harvest so that we can focus on one uh, subject for a prolonged period of time so you can get results. Somebody holler results. I said holler results. I don't, I don't like doing things that don't work. Anybody else like that? I don't like doing things just to do them just to be doing them. I like to do things that work. And the gospel works. God's word works if you work it. All right? And so that's why I preach in series so that you can get some results. I don't want to be over here one week, over here next week, over there next week. You can't get any results like that. That's kind of like, you know, going on a diet where it's a different diet each week. One week is protein powder, and next week is, is, is extra carbs. Then the week after that is half fat. He's like, you need to pick one. You think what you're going to do? All right. So that's why I teach in series. First Samuel 1 10. And she was in bitterness of soul. Somebody says she was bitter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let's wink at your neighbor. Uh-huh. And she was in bitterness of soul. Soul means her mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. And she prayed to the Lord and she wept in anguish. Verse 11. Then she made a vow. Watch this. After she was bitter, she chose to get better. Then she made a vow, which means, watch this, you don't have to stay stuck in your bitterness. Bitterness is the residue of a painful experience, and some of you have been stuck in bitterness because of who left you and who treated you bad and who messed this and who did all of that. I'm going to tell you, you can't be bitter and better at the same time. You have to pick one or the other, and I think your role has already made the decision that this role chooses to get better. Watch this. Verse 11, she made a vow. So watch this. She she says, God, I'm not dealing with this bitterness anymore. And she said, oh, Lord of hosts, that means the Lord that fights for me. If you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant and remember me. Say, Lord, Lord. remember me. Not because he needs to remember you, but because sometimes you think he's forgotten you. Uh-huh. And not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a male child, and I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life, and no rage shall come upon his head. Go back to verse 10. And she was in bitterness of soul. So she had some hangups. Yes. Uh-huh. But then watch this. And then she prayed to the Lord. Well, watch this. Uh, it was her bitterness that provoked her to get better, it was where she felt beaten that provoked her to get better. It's where she was hurting that provoked her to get a healing. Ah. Say Lord, teach me tonight. From Hannah's hang-ups in Jesus name. Amen. You can be seated. Uh, in this series, superheroes, we're unlocking our divinity because First John four seventeen says that as he is, you finish it. So are we in this world. And when we understand how he is and what he does, we see how we must be and what we must do. On Sunday, we learned the necessity of an enemy was that enemies are necessary for fuel and enemies are necessary for focus. And we realized that full fuel and focus go together like hand and glove for you to destroy the works of the enemy. And both your fuel and your focus come from your Enemies, And we looked at this from a woman named Hannah. Say Hannah. Hannah. And tonight I want to look at the same woman, but I want to examine this text uh, through the lenses of her hangups that prolonged her evolution, her hangups that prolonged her healing, her hangups that prolonged her harvest. I want to submit to you tonight that some of the stuff that's been taking long to happen in your life hasn't been because of God. I'm going to submit to you tonight that some of the breakthrough you've been waiting on in life isn't because God has been ignoring you. It's not because God has been forgetting you. It's not because God has even given up on you. Quite the contrary. It is because there's a hang-up that's been in the way. But tonight, I want to prophesy and speak it into somebody's life that tonight you're stepping over your hangups. I dare you to high-five your neighbor and say, I'm stepping over my own hang-ups. Now watch this. She needed hurt to get over her hangups, And a hang-up is an emotional problem or an inhibition. It is what blocks you from walking in the blessing. It's something from you that gets in your own way. I'm going to say that again because you missed it because I said it so fast. A hang-up is something from you that gets in your own way. I don't know about you, but I think your neighbor is sick and tired of being their own worst enemy. I think your neighbor says, I'm sick of blocking the blessing that God has ordained for me. I'm sick of stuff that should take five days, taking five years. I'm sick of stuff that should take this quick, taking too long. Does your neighbor and say, I'm sick of that type of living. The God I serve, it don't take him all day to get anything done. In fact, the scripture says that God can do it suddenly, which means it doesn't have to take a whole lot of time. It can happen suddenly. Somebody holler suddenly. So watch this a hang up is defined as a neurosis that means a loss of touch with reality it's a preoccupation a fixation an obsession a mental block or difficulty Hannah had some hang ups that she had to get past in order to see a harvest uh, from that which she prayed for and your neighbor tonight has some hang ups they're going to have to get past you know how I know your neighbor does because we all do just wink at them and I hope you like who you sit next to you because you got at least 17 more touch your neighbors tonight alright so just wink at them just wink up say you got some hang ups you got some hang ups yeah there's some stuff that watch this you get so caught up in it you lose your touch with reality there's some stuff that you're preoccupied with some stuff you're fixated on some stuff you're obsessed with some stuff that's a mental block and some stuff that's a difficulty Ooh, but tonight i just speak be, believe there's gonna be some deliverance coming down your road tonight i believe somebody on your is gonna break through and get over a hang-up tonight here it is. Let's look at the text. First Samuel chapter 1, verse 1. Now there was a certain man. First Samuel chapter 1, verse 1. There was a certain man and this particular man's name his name was Elkanah. Say his name was Elkanah. Now watch this. I I just want you to know this man's name uh, because this man's name is going to play significant influence in just a moment. Get to verse number two. And he had two wives. The name of one was Hannah and the name of the other was Penina. We learned about these two ladies on Sunday. Penina had children, but Hannah had no children. So right here in verse two, the Bible sets up tension. Say tension. Because now we see that there's a difference between the two. And often, whenever you're dealing with an enemy, it's often because there's a difference that they do not have the ability to properly handle. And whenever you are around people that are different than you, or people that watch this, that your excellence offends their average, or your excellence offends their mediocrity, you will begin to have rivalry and enemies. So now the scripture makes it clear that there's a difference. Say a difference. It says that Penina has children, Hannah has no children. I taught you on Sunday, children were the crowning glory of Jewish woman, so she thought she was incomplete because she didn't have what others did. All right, let's deal with this first hang up. Uh, Say that's a hang up. What makes you think you're incomplete because you don't have what somebody else has? You also, watch this, don't know what they paid to get that. So before you start getting jealous over somebody else's glory, you need to investigate all of what their story has. Before you get jealous of their harvest, you need to investigate their seed. See, watch this. A lot of people want to be great, but they don't want to pay the price that greatness has. You want to know the price greatness has? You got to be lied on. Greatness requires you to be betrayed. Greatness requires people to abandon you. Greatness requires people to reject you. Greatness requires, watch this, family folk to not understand you. Do you really want to pay the price to be great? Say it was her hang up. Now, she thinks she's incomplete because she doesn't have what others do, and that was her up. You need to hear me, church. Your limitations are often where your innovations come from. What you lack is often showing you an opportunity for God to shine through and show his glory. You say you can't because you don't, and you need to say, I can because I don't. Rewind. You say, I can't because I don't, which is why you never do. Instead, you need to say, I can because I don't. Watch me do it. Somebody how watch me do it Uh, verse 3, here it is, we're looking at our hangups we're going to go through like a uh, a doctor, we're going to go with a scalpel, verse 3, this man went up from his city yearly to worship and sacrifice to the Lord of hosts in Shiloh now notice it keeps saying the Lord of hosts, that phrase in Hebrew means the Lord that fights for you it means the God of angel armies it is the God, watch this, that joins his forces with your forces for success that's what that phrase means, which means watch this, uh, there's a divine setup that's interwoven into the text that you'd have to know what it means in order to know what it means watch this, God says, uh, Hannah Uh, although it feels like I'm fighting against you I'm really fighting for you sometimes when you feel like God is on the opposite side of you it's really when God is behind you pushing you forward watch this the man went up from his city yearly to worship and sacrifice to the Lord of hosts in Shiloh and the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas the priests of the Lord were there and whenever the time came for Elkanah to make an offering he would give uh, portions to Beninah, his wife and uh, he would give uh, And to to all her sons and daughters, but to Hannah, he would give a, he'd give a what? He'd give a what? For he loved Hannah, although the Lord had closed her womb. Now check it out. Elkanah likes Penina, but he loves Hannah. Now this is important to understand because sometimes watch this. You think other people treat you based on what you think you don't have. That's way deeper than you just responded. Your response is offending the text. (laughs) Sometimes, watch this, you will think that other people treat you based on what it is you lack. So you'll develop a complex around your lack, not realizing they don't even care about what you think you lack. So you'll say, well, God couldn't love me because of this. God says, I'm not even paying attention to that. You'll say, I can't have a great marriage because of this. Not realizing that's the wrong fit because the right fit will say, I see that and still want you. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Like Jesus with us, Elkanah loved her despite what she lacked, but his name shows how God plays with himself behind the scenes. Bishop, what do you mean? His name shows how God plays chess with himself behind the scenes because Elkanah's name, remember I told you his name was being important in a minute? His name means God created this. I want to ask you a question What challenges are you facing right now that God created, which explains why you can't pray these circumstances away? You can't pray God away. You can rebuke a devil, but you can't rebuke the king of kings. You can rebuke sickness, but you can't rebuke the king of kings. You can rebuke a devil, but you can't rebuke God. Is there anybody in here where you didn't pray for some stuff to change and nothing has changed? Could it be that you're dealing with an Elkanah? God created this. I I I said... (laughs) <laughs> say God created this, God created this. now watch this, what's this? What, what, God plays chess with himself what mess are you facing right now that God created which explains why you cannot pray it away you pray it away you pray it away, you pray it away nothing changes, could it be that God says this is your Elkanah I created this because you need this because you won't change unless you have to deal with this Touch your neighbor say, you need Elkanah. You need Elkanah. Uh-huh. God created this. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 I say, watch this. Uh, Bishop, where are you getting this from? Isaiah 45, 6. Now, I, I want to tiptoe somewhere else real quick and then we'll come back to the house. Isaiah 45, 6. That they may know from the rising of the sun to its setting that there is none besides me. I am the Lord and there is no other. Verse 7. I form the light and I create darkness. I make peace. I create calamity. I, the Lord, do all these things. That word there, calamity, translates into evil. Evil in Hebrew means something contrary to you. Something contrary to you means it keeps getting in your way, which means it's an enemy. Watch it. I form light. I create darkness. I make shalom, and I make what gets in your way. I, the Lord, do all these things. Now, some of you just got a little confused right there because you're like, "Bishop, I was taught in church that everything bad is the devil. See, that's where they mess you up. They mess you up thinking that the enemy has power that he doesn't have. So now you watch this, you deify the devil not realizing he ain't got all that power that's why in the book of Job he had to go ask God before he could do anything and watch this uh, jo- the devil didn't volunteer Job God did I the Lord make peace and I create calamity I the Lord do all these things can I borrow somebody else come here Peter uh, he says watch this Peter the enemy desires to sift you like wheat and I said do it I'll pray for you I didn't block him I said, do what you got to do to him because he's got some pride on him that unless he hurts deep enough, he ain't going to drop his pride. But here's the good news, church. Since the Lord is the one behind him, that means it's not there to kill you. It's there to build you. It's not there to take you out. It's there to make you evolve. Why, Bishop, it is evolution time. How's this? Elkanah God created this have you ever been dealing with something where, where you prayed fasted gave cried prayed some more prayed in like super tongue like you, can't, you got a new tongue to pray that through and, and, you, and you felt good for a minute and then nothing changed you know what that's called Elkanah I the Lord Make peace and create calamity. I, the Lord, do all these things. Now, leave the verse up. See how Lord there is capitalized again? Could it be a good church? Can I teach it like I want to? How did the Lord keep appearing in the text? All caps, which means God says, I'm doing this myself. Lord all caps in the text is Y H W H, Y-H-W-H Y-H-W-H which means the Lord himself is doing it not an angel not a delegate not somebody he's sending to do it God says I'm doing this myself watch this because a good father knows just how to discipline his son the right way because sometimes some, sometimes you need to be rough Sometimes you need to just do nothing. Sometimes, and a good leader always knows the best way to discipline. Y'all not saying nothing. God says, I made you, so I know how to check you. I know how to cut you. Just your neighbor say he knows what he's doing. Parents, watch this. You ever been dealing with your kids, and and sometimes it required uh, something in, in accordance with your local state and federal law, but then sometimes all it required is a and your face was a whooping. God says, I got a way because you're my child. You, you, you. you didn't pay for yourself. 2,000 years ago, I paid the price for you. I got a way to give you an Elkanah. Oh, watch this. If you was in church, you know, they had to, you know. I'm going to sit there. And they talking through their teachers. Holla, Elkanah. Elkanah. Right now, you are dealing with an Elkanah. Any truthful people in here? Watch this. Verse 6. Now, watch this. Her first hang-up, or, or the hang-up from verse 5, watch this, is that she's dealing with something she cannot, uh, uh, that, that God, she's dealing with a scenario, she's dealing with a situation in which God has now said, I am not going to allow it to just be uh, just business as usual. You hear me, church? Verse 6, and her rival also provoked her severely to make her miserable because the Lord had closed her womb. See, her rival provoked her severely uh, to make her miserable because the Lord had closed her womb. See, that verse has got so much power you missed it. And her rival also provoked her severely to make her miserable because of God. I'm going to go real deep, Wednesday. Y'all want to go real deep? Some of your misery, God said you needed that because it was going to become your message. Yeah, 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 yeah. And her rival also provoked her severely to make her miserable because the Lord had closed her womb. In other words, check this out. She's miserable because of something God did. She's dealing with an Elkanah. Something God created. Now, here's the trip about it. Hannah's name means God has favored me. Say, God has favored me. So then in essence, when we look at the story, we're not just looking at Hannah to learn lessons from her, but you could put yourself in the place of Hannah and become Hannah because her name means God has favored me. And 2,000 years ago when Jesus died for you, he favored you. So this means it's talking to you. Yet she's constantly provoked by uh, Penina, her rival, which makes her her enemy. But you can't miss this. The Lord closed her womb. Why would he do this? Why uh, uh, did God allow this to happen? But here's the reality. He uh, he didn't just allow it. The book says he did it. I, I I said this to you on Sunday. It's the most powerful, powerful line from Sunday. Maybe your circumstances won't change. Because they're designed by God to change you. Did you get that? Maybe you can't pray it away because it's designed to make the old you go away. All right. But but notice church, the Bible says the Lord closed it, which meant at one point it was open. It's one thing you have never had an open womb. It's another thing to have it. And then lose it. Okay, I'm going to come down your road right here. Hannah needed to allow her, uh, God needed to allow Hannah to experience an open womb, then close it so she'd appreciate it. What did you lose that you treated loosely when you had it? Y'all ain't going to talk to me tonight. What have you lost that you treated loosely when you had it? That's called a hang up and that's the hang up of a lack of gratitude. You didn't appreciate the car, so. You didn't appreciate the correction, so. You didn't appreciate the job, so. You didn't appreciate the spouse, so. You did, y'all not saying nothing. You didn't appreciate uh, your, your them. So watch this, what's this, watch this, watch this. He shuts it down after letting her experience it because it's implying she didn't appreciate it when she had it. I'm preaching. Sometimes God says, that's how you're going to treat what I gave you. I got something for you. Come here, Elkanah. Let's go create something. Because, watch this, I paid too severe of a price for you. For you to be so careless with what I give you. Oh, but I think there's some of us tonight that we can just go all night saying thank you. Because when I think of the goodness of Jesus... And all that is done for me. My soul cries out hallelujah. Anybody can say thank you for some stuff God's done for you tonight. I dare you to just shout hallelujah. Shout it again hallelujah. But let's be honest. Sometimes you don't know how to appreciate it. Till you don't have it anymore. You don't appreciate access until it's taken. Y'all not saying nothing. Y'all, y'all not saying nothing. She had to get over that hang-up, which was a lack of gratitude. I need you to just push your neighbor. Don't push him too hard, though. Say, get over that hang-up. Say, so you got a lot to be thankful for. Yeah, 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 yeah. You woke up this morning. Your eyes were working. Your legs were working. Your hands were working. Your vocal cords were working. You had food to eat. You had a way to get here. You got a lot to be thankful for. Verse 7, because I'm almost out of time. So it was, year by year, we are in with her hang-ups. Remember, her hang-ups, watch this, uh, they are emotional problems or inhibitions. It's what gets in your own way. It's a neurosis, a of loss of touch with reality, a preoccupation, a fixation, an obsession, a mental block, or a difficulty. So here it is, verse 7. So it was, year by year, when she went up to the house of the Lord, that she provoked her. Then she wept and did not eat. This went on for years. Say Years. years as Hannah went to church which teaches us that coming to church is a good thing but applying what you're taught is the God thing that's why the scripture says blessed are the doers not just the hearers which means it's not enough to just come here you're going to have to do something with what you learn here and I think for those that are applying it you're seeing some results but notice she went up year by year, year by year. This went on. Bible doesn't say how many years. It just says year by year. So we know it was at least two. So two years of every time she's going to praise God, every time she's going to serve, every time she's going to give, every time she's going to do all of that, that is like, are you checking your kids in the harvest kits? Oh, you don't have none. Come here, and then she'd be like, come here, Michael, Tito, Janet, <laughs> and the rest of them. <laughs> now, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. I need you to get this church. You, you here? Yes, sir. Are you here? Yes, now, uh, Watch this. She finally gets focused and fueled by panina. But it took at least two years. At least, we don't know how long, but it took at least two years. i want to ask your neighbor a question. How long is it gonna take you? Haven't you wasted enough time? Let's just be honest. I don't care if you're 12 or 122. If you're 122, the Bible says you got another three years left. 120, 125 if you're strong. It's the book. That's the book. So you, you got the, I'm telling you how much time you got left. That's the book. You can't beat the book. Now, check this out. How much more time is it going to take you? I says, how many more red flags do you need about that friend, about that relationship, about the way you've been treating people, about how you run your household? about how you run your finances. How much more is it going to take? How much more? What's the text, church. What's the text. This went on, so it was, year by year. Now, finally, say finally. Finally, Hannah gets focused and fueled. That's from Sunday by Penina. Uh, and her enemy, the Bible says, provoked her to weep but also to fast. Listen to me, church. What makes you cry is the same thing that makes you conquer if you can get past your hangup. Anybody shed some tears? Over the last 12 months, all right, what's it? Now, if you didn't shed tears, how I many of you had the tears, but you you had to be tough, so you kept your tears in? okay? Because, you know, some people shed tears, but they're so tough, they keep the tears in. I'm good. You see, and me, I like to go in for the kill. I'm like, go on and let it out. Go on and let it out. You're sitting there trying to hold it. Now, watch this. Watch this. If you handle it the right way, what makes you cry is the same thing that makes you conquer if you get past the hang-ups. You missed it. It's the same thing. Same thing. If I find where I'm crying, that's the same place I'll be conquering if I get past my hang-ups. Did you get that? Say it's the same place. All right, watch this. Verse 8. Hey, but here's the problem. Most of us, we want out of the tears so we never get to the triumph. We never maximize it. But your neighbor. Verse 8. Then Elkanah, her husband, said to her. I got to wrap this up. Hannah, why do you weep? Why do you not eat? Why is your heart grieving? And I'm not better than you than ten sons. Now, ten is the Hebrew number which deals with, we just dealt with this uh, in our series uh, last year on ten, meaning the best of the best. Watch this. She says, am I not the best of the best, Hannah? He says, I'm Elkanah. He said, everybody wanted me. I picked you. And Panina happened to be around at the same time we was talking. I didn't want her to feel bad, so I said, you come on too. <laughs> now, well, says, he says, why are you weeping and how come you ain't eating? Why is your heart grieved, heart, mind, grieved? Why are you grieving? Watch well, this. She had everything else, uh, everyone else wanted, except what she wanted most. Here's her next hang up. She was hung up on what she didn't have so that she never maximized what she did have. God, I would do this if I had another car. You don't do right by the one you got. God, I'd bring people to church if I had another car. You ain't bringing folk to car in your hoopty, or church in your hoopty. He who does not bring in his hoopty will not bring in his Honda. Try to make it rhyme, you know, literate, literate. Are you getting to church? He who does not keep his two-bedroom clean will not keep a five-bedroom clean. He who does not manage 24,000 a year will mismanage 50,000 a year. All right. We got real quiet there. Let's move on to verse 9. So Hannah rose after they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh. Now Eli the priest was sitting by the seat of the doorpost on the tabernacle. Lord said the man of God. And here's the verse we started at. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. Then she made about. Notice, she doesn't ever respond to Elkanah. She just sits there silently crying and gets up. Now, you're just, and Elkanah's like, look, baby, you got me. And if it isn't love, why does it feel this way? Why do you stay on my mind? You don't, okay, all right, so, okay. Every time I tell go, okay, all right, all right, watch this. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Y'all sit here? Yes, sir. So he's like, what's the problem? She's sitting there crying. Elkin is eating. Because Elkin is like, I want to talk, but I need to eat too, though. He's like most men. You're like, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> oh, that hurts you? Okay, good. Give me a some more bread. That's he he's eating and talking. While he's eating and talking, watch this. She gets up from the table. When she gets up from the table, she goes to the man of God. Verse 10. And she was in bitterness of soul and she prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. Then she made a vow and said, Watch this, church. She wouldn't have prayed that except Penina was present. She wouldn't have prayed that except she had an enemy. Your Elkanah is provoking you into your evolution. Let me say it another way, because remember, Elkanah just means what God creates. So what did God create? He created the situation with Penina. So check it out. She didn't say this for years until she finally had enough. When you going to have enough and say, I'm not going another day with my life like this i'm not going another day with my marriage like this i'm not going another day with my kids like this i'm not going another day with my fight i'm not going another day whether not another day people out in here i'm not going another day with this whack prayer life i'm not going another day getting up discouraged and being depressed i'm not going another day somebody holler not another day you won't change what you tolerate you won't change what's acceptable. There's some stuff you need to look at your life and say, that's not acceptable anymore. That was cool when I was 17. That was okay back then. But I know too much now to let that be acceptable in my life. I'm, I'm not going to live with this level of this. Okay, well, touch your neighbor say, there's some stuff that's not acceptable anymore. I got to finish because I'm out of time. Then she made a vow and said, why did? Wh- why, why? all of a sudden now she wants to make a vow? Check the sequence. She's provoked. Her enemy's giving her fuel and her enemy's giving her focus. While she's sitting there at that meal, because remember she wasn't eating because she was fasting. So they're eating, she's watching. Uh-huh, so watch this. She's sitting there. She said, you know what? And Benina just sitting there just a cackle like it. I got something. She said, I didn't try everything out there and none of it's working. I didn't try this. I didn't try that. I tried this. I tried that. She said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. She she goes, Eli's there. She goes to, to the man of God and while she's there, she starts praying and she says, Lord, okay, let's make a deal. You ever had a let's make a deal with God? She makes a vow to him and she says, oh here it is, Lord of hosts. Where we see that same thing, Isaiah. If you'll indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant and remember me. Not because God forgot her, but she thought that he did. She didn't realize the whole situation is him not forgetting her. Let me talk to the students. The whole situation is him not forgetting her. Can I help your neighbor? What you're dealing with right now is proof he's not forgotten about you. Because he went through the trouble to send the panina your way. He went through the trouble to give you an elk in a situation. Something that's provoking you to change. Verse. 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 And remember me and not forget your maidservant. But will give your maidservant a what type of child? Male child. That's pretty specific. Why not just a child? Then I will give him to the all the days of his life and no razors will come upon his head. Now, what she's saying is, I'm going to dedicate him to the ministry. I'm going to set him aside for the priesthood. I'm going to set him aside to be a man of God. And when Samuel's finally born, that's where she takes him to Eli. So she takes him to the man of God and says, you raise him because I don't know what to do. I made a vow to God, I'd give him to the Lord, which means I got to give him to the man of God because I don't know what to do with him. So this is why in 1 Samuel chapter 3, when, when Samuel uh, and Eli are there and they're laying down and it's in the middle of the night and the Lord begins to call to Samuel, uh, it sounds like Eli, well, all of that started from her vow. Back to the text, I got to wrap this up. But we'll give your maidservant a male child, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life and no razor shall come upon his head. Look at me, church. Penina's name I taught you on Sunday means jewel, which is valuable. Say, my enemies are valuable. Now, which means, watch this. If you keep running from your enemies, you are running from your value. Now, she prays a specific prayer because of an enemy, uh, watch this, and she wouldn't have prayed that prayer absent that enemy. You need to do that right now. I'm going to tell you what that prayer is. You ready? Now when you pray it, it's going to be a life-altering prayer. So don't pray it if you're okay with what's your status quo. This is for the people that are sick and tired of being sick and tired about some area of your life. And here's the truth about it. What, certain areas can be going phenomenal. then other areas, you can be like, Ugh. Any witnesses? We're going to do it right now. But when you pray it, everything's going to change. All right? Amen, lights. If you pray this, everything's going to change. Because it's the prayer God's been waiting to hear from you. It's the reason you've been having penina for what you're about to pray right now. You ready to do it? Now, if you're, you're okay with the status quo, do not pray this. If you don't think life can get any better for you, do not pray this. But for everybody else, pray this. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, like Hannah, I want to pray a specific prayer. What hang-ups need to be removed from my life? What do I need to start doing to stop blocking the blessing? And what do I need to start doing to receive the blessing. Show me. Then grace me. To change it. That's the prayer. That's the prayer. Show me what I need to start doing. And show me what I need to stop doing. Because sometimes it's not that you're doing wrong. It's just that you're not doing enough of what's right. Now now, just touch your neighbor say. You need to know. That's what he's been waiting to hear from you. Say, say, so, so, right now, some stuff is changing. Say, in the realm of the heavens, some stuff is changing. Say, I, I, I see it changing for you right now. Somebody ought to give him praise for it right there. I said, somebody ought to give him praise for it right now. Somebody ought to give him praise for it right now. That's the prayer. Heaven's been waiting to hear from you. He said, I'm going to let Penina whip your head until I hear that prayer. Ooh, but tonight. Yeah. 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 Can I finish? Can I finish? Okay, give me two more minutes. But it's feeling like evolution time. But but give me two more minutes. Give, 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 me, give me two more minutes. Be, be seated. Give me two more minutes. Give me two more minutes. Right, look, look at me. God, dog. That's the prayer heaven's been waiting to hear from you. Just like it was waiting to hear that from Hannah. You missed it, church. You missed it, church. Say, that's the prayer. That's the prayer. Look at what she says. Look at what she says. She says, she says, Lord. She says, she says, my God. Look on me. Remember me. Don't forget me. Give me. Verse 12, and it happened as she continued praying before the Lord, Eli watched her mouth. Now, Hannah spoke in her heart, only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. She wasn't, I don't want you to misinterpret that as she was giving silent prayer. Eli just couldn't hear what she was saying. Therefore, Eli thought she was drunk. So he said to her, how long are you going to be drunk? Put this wine away, girl. But Hannah answered and said, no, Lord, I'm a woman of sorrowful spirit. I don't drink wine. I don't mess with that liquor. And I don't mess with them narcotics. I didn't stop all that. But I've poured out my soul before the Lord. I want to give you some principles here. She didn't cope with what didn't work. Whenever you develop an addiction, you have a hang up. And Boss and says, it's easy to look at wine and alcohol and all that, it's easy to look at drugs. Boss says, but some of you are addicted to dysfunction. Some of you, when you find a normal person, you drop them for a crazy. They're not enough of a project for you. You find dysfunctional people and say, come be my friend. Come date me. And then regular Joe, he too regular. He pay his bills. He got good credit. He ain't got no kids. He's too regular. He ain't got nothing for me to fix. She go to church. She serves. She do all that. She too regular. She ain't a video girl. She too regular. It's quiet in the church. I, I mean, okay, let me just move on. Let me just move on because it got really quiet in the church. <laughs> Stay with me because it got real quiet in the church. Watch this. Penina made her pour out her soul, her thoughts, her mind, her will, her emotions. Her enemy made her give everything to God. Now, when you prayed that prayer, notice what you prayed. And I didn't tell you what you was going to pray for. You prayed it. So it's too late now. Oh, Lord, i take that one back. Take backs, take backs. <laughs> take backs. No, 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 no. When you said, Lord, show me what I need to start doing, show me what I need to stop doing, you're getting ready to be introduced to you. Got it? But you're going to see your soul now, which is why you felt so alone. You won't heal in a crowd. There's no such thing as group surgery. You got to be laid out on that table by yourself. And you can be around other people, but still feel by yourself. Because God says, let's, just, let's get into that soul. Now, are you still here, church? Now, I, I, there's a lot more I could give you, but for the sake of time, I'm just going to get to where we're going. Let's just get to where we're going. Uh, so she got past her hang-ups. Why did it take that long for her to give God her soul? Who had it? Her mind, thoughts, the emotions. Who had it? Who was she with before Elkanah? Who hurt her before Elkanah? Who made her stop trusting before Elkanah? What made her decide I'm going to stay in control of my own soul and not even trust God with it? Because I've been so hurt from people that I don't even trust God because I've made God in the image of a person. Who had her soul? Can anybody say, who had it? Who who had her soul? That's why the psalmist says, restore my soul because it's broken off. Stay with me. It's broken off in all these different pieces. All these different places, all this pain, all these different situations, I'm not even all here. But Panina, you still here? But Panina makes her pour out her soul. Could it be that the real issue you and I have is that the only one we plan is ourselves? Hold up, just a second. Mr. what you mean, No when I'm playing on sales. Shh, shh, shh. me and you. Just us. Nobody else. Real soft. Could it be? I don't even know how to whisper. Could it be? <laughs> Could it be? You ever had that person whisper, but they don't whisper well. <laughs> What's going on, said <laughs> like, shh, shh. <laughs> Could it be? That God says, you keep telling me you're giving me it all. But I know you're not. You're holding out. Because you're not giving me everything. Because there's some things you won't give me because you're scared of what I'm going to want. You're scared of what I'm going to say. You're scared I might say they have to go. You're scared it might stretch you. So you haven't given me everything. So I'll tell Penina to light it up. until i get all of you but tonight tonight. but tonight tonight. let's get to where i'm going they rose early in the morning verse 19 and worshiped before the lord and came to their house at ramah and elkanah knew his wife and the lord remembered her when she got past her hang-up she got a harvest verse 20 says i'm going to call his name samuel because i asked for him from the lord samuel is never born if penina was never an enemy to hannah you missed it if there's no samuel come here eleven fifteen. is where we ended. there's no saul if there's no saul there's no david if there's no david there's no jesus so penina was necessary for jesus yeah. the big thing you've been praying for she's gonna come riding in on penina I said she's gonna come riding in on Panina. So here's what I want to do. Here's how I want to end this experience. I slowed it down because I want to end this experience, and, and we got we got four minutes to do it. Somebody say four minutes. Four minutes. Those aren't preaching minutes because I'm done. Those are four regular minutes, right? For regular minutes, I want us tonight to do what Hannah did. Now we prayed that prayer, but the but one of those pieces in that prayer was that she cried out and she poured out her soul, all of her mind, all of her thoughts, her will, her emotions. So I want to challenge you. Now, this isn't for everybody. This is just for those that are in evolution time. Tonight, I want you to tell them, watch this, everything. Ooh, wait a minute. Hold up, hold up, hold on. Because when I said that, y'all looked at me like, <laughs> got to go to work. You don't go to work until tomorrow at 10. What are you talking about? Somebody say everything. This is why I wanted our students to stay with us tonight. Because because this thing, this thing since Sunday, and really when it was conceived even over the weekend, but since Sunday, God's had me in this place. And I prayed that prayer. And all of a sudden, things I need to see that I wasn't paying attention to, I saw. Tell me, have you seen it? I saw. And things that I needed to start doing, I started doing and things I needed to not do, I was like, ah! And let me tell you, and just random folk call, and I get a piece of information and say, oh! And then this will happen. happen. I'm here to tell you that this is what we're about to do now, and you only got two minutes and 38 seconds. When you pour out your soul tonight, you're going to move heaven. You've prayed the prayer, so now you're going to tell them everything. Tell them your fears. Tell them tell them everything. I said everything. I said everything. She poured out her soul, her mind, thoughts, will, emotions. And I want us to do that tonight. And when you do that, you're going to have to position yourself like Hannah. And when you position yourself like Hannah, what are you going to set yourself up for, church? Evolution. Set yourself up for Samuel. Now, Samuel was a bigger part of the plan. Really, here's what it is. You set yourself up for harvest. You set yourself up to receive that which you pray for. You set yourself up for breakthrough. All these terms we like to use in church, you set yourself up for that when you do this. Got it? You now have two minutes to do it. I want everybody to stand. I want everybody to stand. Y'all ready to do the work? Y'all ready to do the work? Because this is going to require more than just a hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. You're going to have to cry out. And if you need to get out of your seat, you do it. If you need to get at the altar, you do it. If you need to kneel in your seat, you do it. But I want you to take.
1: Only at BJ's.